Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Man, I'm so grateful for this a wonderful, what is it? Oh my God, Wednesday morning? Is today Wednesday? No, Thursday morning. There we go. Thursday morning, guys. I am a week away from a beautiful trip to Krabby. Do not fear. You guys can tune into me on uh, Instagram because, of course, I'll be sharing a lot of inspirational messages over there. But nonetheless, here we are. More HBX series right here. We're going to be talking about projecting fears and breaking through that fear. So there are three types of fear, people. You basically have lost pain, process pain or hardship, or outcome pain. So let's dive into these, right? Lost pain is basically, if I take this action, I will lose space, right? This could be work, home, friends, leaving where you live, meeting new people, whatever it may be. Like, it's kind of like, you watch all those movies. What was that movie, Cloverfield? There we go, the original Cloverfield. All the other ones were absolute dog shit. But the original Cloverfield, and as I hurry up and grab my control over here, it was originally centered around this guy, and he said that, you know, he was so in love with this girl, but he had to go to Japan. So it was very hard for him to make up his mind to go to Japan. Why? Because lost pain, fear. He felt that, oh, you know, me being as young as I am, I feel like, you know, this girl right here, she's the only one that will ever come across. This is the last opportunity. No, you are not 20. You are not 30. You know that this world is abundant, and there are millions upon billions of opportunities that come to us every single day do not take that millennial type of thinking and believe that there's only one opportunity people all right now fear of lost pain did i have fear of lost pain when i moved to australia no did i have fear of lost pain when i went to travel to australia no i knew that my brother was going to be extremely jealous yes Fear of lost pain. Did I know that I was going to my, the, the family and the relationship with my family was going to end up crippling because I was moving to, again, Thailand? Absolutely. And I was ready for that. You know, sometimes we get, we want to make others happy so much to whereas we are absolutely miserable in our own lives. As long as we are uncomfortable every single day waking up, we do not care as long as others are happy. Welcome to Indian culture. Welcome to Korean culture. You have to do what mommy and daddy tells you that you need to become. If it's a doctor, you need to become a doctor or they will disown your ass. So what happens? They envelop the fear of lost pain. If I do anything outside the box, I will lose them. Do you have this? Think about it. How can you flip this? Because, again, if we are in control and we're not coming from, obviously, Asian families, and we're like, damn, man, fear of lost pain, man, this is so hard. I don't know what to do. Well, let's try flipping it into the opposite. It's not so much what you're going to lose. It's what you are going to gain. Did I know that moving to Australia did was i scared about losing anything back in vegas fuck no i wanted to escape vegas uh however i think one of the most significant things that had happened to me was i did have the fear of lost pain and process pain which i'm going to discuss right shortly but i had this when i left my job in ronxit why i was so complacent and uncomfortable being in a very uncomfortable environment 
I was so scared that if I take this action, I will never get a work permit ever again. Nobody will ever give me a work permit or a visa. I'm going to have to leave Thailand. I was terrified, guys. But I was like, you know what? I'm so unhappy at this job. I'm so unhappy at this part of town. I need to get out of here. I feel like I'm suffocating. I started developing angina, which is pain in the chest because I despise that place and the people that work within there in that entire environment. <sighs> After being threatened, my job in November of 2017, I shut my brain off. I started applying for everywhere. I found a condominium and I moved one month later. And people were wondering, why'd you move all the way out there? I said, ah, because I'm sick of living down here. And they knew, they were like, oh, this is, you're setting up. You're setting up for a leave. I was terrified. I was like, damn, man, shouldn't I just stay at this job? Let's stay at that job and keep, keep getting disrespected and spewed races and all, and just having to keep battle these old fucks that kept saying I wasn't good enough? Is that what I was going to do for the rest of my life? Nah, man. What, in 2017, how old was I back in 2017? I was 20, 29, I believe. I think uh, 2018, that's when I turned uh, 30. That's right. So I was 29 when all of this was happening. So I told myself, man, I'm going into some of the best years of my life. Okay? The proving grounds was from 25 to 30. There's no need for me to be here any longer. So 2018 was like a connecting building year. And did I have any regret whatsoever? No, but I took that step. What might I gain from moving to Bangkok, more money, more opportunities, more relationships, less racism, a lot of great things. And although less racism is actually a negative thing, you're just kind of flipping it in a positive way. But again, I haven't had very race. Uh, the, only, the only thing that happened to me was probably about one month ago, and that was at the bank. And I've been here four years, well, just over three years. See what I mean, people? Flip the opposite. What might happen if you do take that job? Because right now you're fearing right now of, oh, if I move to this country, oh, if I take this job, oh, if I take this project, my, you know, my colleagues will despise me because of this. Oh, if I end up going to this university, my parents won't love me anymore. I remember there was an African-American child. And it was the saddest thing ever. He had committed to a university that his parent didn't want him to uh, commit to. Uh, and you know, he was a basketball player. It was on national TV. His mother got up and left and he started crying. And then she came back and she said, sorry. See, people have a tendency of getting in their feelings. And because he went with his heart, his mother walked out on him. And this is one of the biggest problems because when you say, you know what, fuck it, I am going to anticipate that people will leave me upon making this decision that's when you're gonna make your life a hell of a lot happier. Going into number two, process pain, right? You don't wanna apply for the dream job because the negative process thinking, right? I'm going to have to do this, it becomes a hassle. Uh, and then next thing you know, what ends up happening is you project all that fear and it stops the progress. Oh, I have to move to Japan because I took up a photography job. Oh, but you know what, man? I would have to like pack this. I would have to get all my papers together. I'd have to go to the embassy. I would have to find a place to live. Oh my God, that's too much. Fuck that. That's how we tell ourselves to not take something. 
it's very, very easy, isn't it? Like, it's like, oh man, you know, because of this, because of that, because of this. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stay here. It's easier. You know, it was that first job out there in the southeast side of Thailand. I was like, oh, well, everything's been going good the last week. Although the previous three months have been absolute hellish, it's been very, very good. I believe we're building a relationship. You know, I'm just comfortable being here. You know, I've built up the relationship with my students and their parents. Everything is all good. One week later, of course, everything flipped upside down again. And then I said, fuck it. Of course, there was no lost pain or anything. I was ready to get out of there to become more happier. So... How can you enjoy that process? How can you enjoy it? You know, I remember it was very, very difficult for me to get my visa to go to Australia initially. Oh, you got to get a chest x-ray. Okay, you got to get an HIV check. Okay, you got to get blood tests. Okay, you got to go over here. Okay, you got to see the doctor. Okay, you got to book the appointment. Okay, you got to do this. Okay, you got to do that. Okay, you got to get all these papers. You got to write everything down. You got to put it in a manila envelope with this type of paper, with this type of color. And you got to send it all to Washington, D.C. I said, God damn, but I made up in my mind that specific date that I will be going to Australia. When you set that intention and say, how can I enjoy this? Developing that business, finding that new job, having that conversation, that hard conversation sometimes. Because again, fear is always there, but it's not in the human psyche, right? It's something that we just develop. The only fear, I forgot what Les Brown had said. Uh, the only fear, uh, what is it? The only two fears that we are born with is the fear of loud noise and the fear of falling. All the other fears have been taught to us. So how can you begin to face fear more leniently so that you can overcome that? That is very important. That's the most important aspect of this. Because again, okay, let, let, let's think about it. I was thinking about moving to Costa Rica. Talk myself out of it real quick. Cause I was like, oh man, I have to do this. I have to do that, I have to do this. Oh, fuck that. See, that's called process pain, right? And so instead I could say, okay, how can I enjoy this? Okay, let me add myself into this group. Let me do this. Let me do that. Of course, obviously during the COVID times, I ain't going to a damn place, but you guys get the fit. You guys get it. What you have to do is ask yourself during this process pain and you talking yourself out of it because you have to do this two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You say, you know what? No, how can I enjoy this? Eric Thomas, for him to graduate, he, he said, okay, he brought his paper back to his professor. She gave it back to him with a lot of red, then he gave it back to her. She gave it back to him with more red, gave it back to her. And she was like, you know what? You don't really write that well. Eric Thomas said, you know what? It's not about skill. When I, where I come from, it's not about skill. But you know what? You're going to miss a lot of family time fooling with me. You're going to have to check my paper over and over and over and over again. And if I were you, I would help me so you, have, so you don't have to keep dealing with me. And he said, but I promise you right now, that I will continue showing up to this office. I will not give up. He committed to the process. How can he enjoy it by learning? And guess what? He made that phone call. Hey, grandma, I'm graduating. And there's no calling back saying, oh, you know, this happened. Uh-uh. When everyone sets up their schedule, you're going to do the damn thing. And the thing is, a lot of you right now, you guys have a couple of obstacles and then you quit. You don't want to take that big step. There have been a number of times that I wanted to get out of specific jobs in specific areas, but I was just like scared of that process pain. How can you enjoy that process is the critical component. 
Now, outcome pain. This is the biggest one, right? What if it doesn't turn out, right? If you're stuck on fear, you're only considering losing something. It might be too hard and something might not turn out. So the opposite of outcome pain, if it doesn't turn out, is the growth in it. Remember, I heard you guys. Remember, I'm, I'm sorry. I remember I told you guys about Inky Johnson. Inky Johnson. For two years, he was trying to get his arm back. A year in, the doctors and nurses were sad. They were crying, saying, oh, my God, we're so sorry. We're probably not, you know, it's just not working. He said, oh, what are you talking about? Throughout this entire time, I've become a man. I've become addicted to the process. You know, once people get that first Super Bowl, that first NBA championship, that first World Cup, that first UEFA Champions League, that first whatever big success, they become complacent. After listening to my podcast yesterday, yep, I got the most successful. Finally, 32 years into my life, I finally signed a company that pays me the, the amount of money I am worth. Okay, but then now what? There's no, there's no complacency. There's, oh my God, this is working. Let's continue. Let's continue just barreling through. That's what you guys must commit to is what I'm trying to say. And so in saying that, it's all about flipping that switch because guess what? Fear is just bad management of your mind. If you look and commit to that process of growth, you're not going to be afraid of outcome pain whatsoever outcome pain. Oh, okay. What if I do all this and it doesn't turn out like relationships, relationships are the biggest gamble in the world because next, next thing you know, four, three, four, five, six, seven years, you guys break up. You're like, Oh my God, I lost all that time. No. What are you talking about? So you were committed. Oh, what if it doesn't turn out from the, to, to begin with, although you did commit to it, but now that it didn't turn out, you're looking back and you're regretting everything. Although you have not seen the growth within yourself in terms of compromising and the things that and qualities and different attributes that relationships bring to you and your ability to work with one another and syn synchronicity. Is that how you say that shit? I forgot how you say it, but you guys get what I'm saying. So with that being said, look over those three fears and see which one has you stopping yourself from fully engaging in what you want to do over and out.